Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Hey, good Friday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for The McFarlane Show. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody's having a great day so far as we get geared up for the, the off weekend so to speak, the weekend before Super Bowl 58. DJ Damon is alongside for the ride. We're going to go down to Jacksonville in about 15 minutes. We're going to talk to our buddy Tony Smith down there, 1010 XL, and it looks like the Titans have found their coordinators. Yes, they have. We talked about Denard Wilson. Was it yesterday or Wednesday? Brandon Fisher? Yesterday. Was that yesterday? It was all yesterday. had a great conversation with Brandon Fisher who was on the Rams staff with him, uh, with Denar Wilson. He is the defensive coordinator, and it looks like Justin, they have found their OC as well. Certainly does look like they have uh, got their guy. Uh, they are going to go with uh, Nick Holtz here. Uh, he is going to be their brand-new offensive coordinator. Holtz spent the last uh, season with the Jacksonville Jaguars as their uh, passing uh, coordinator, whatever it's called, passing is passing that what it game is? coordinator. Passing game coordinator. I'm sorry, these are still new terms to even sure. me. Passing game coordinator is what he has been. He's also spent time at UNLV, uh, and he began his career. If we want to go all the way back um, with Bill Callahan. Mm-hmm. At the uh, University of Nebraska, isn't that weird? Isn't that something? It's not weird at all. Mm. I think it's, um, I think it's connected there. I think that's, <laughs> you think, think, you that's, think that has something to do with I think it? That has something to do oh. with why he may be here now. His first coaching job was with with Brian's father. Yes, at Nebraska. I, I think you know that that all works in concert. Um, so he will be the brand new offensive coordinator, even though again he will not be calling plays. Brian Callahan has already said and said it with enthusiasm. And with his full chest, that he will be calling the plays. So it will be kind of Holtz who will be helping with the game plan, but but Callahan will be calling the plays on game day. Yep. 
he was also at Stanford after Nebraska when Andrew Luck was there. Yeah. He was the quarterback's coach. It, and yep. then spent a good time with the uh, Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. He was there for, I think, a, almost a decade. Was he there for both the Oakland and Las yes, Vegas? Part? Yes, he okay. was there for both. Yes. Uh, and then he was uh, at UNLV, like you mentioned, for a year as their OC. Yes. And then last year was the uh, passing game coordinator in Jacksonville. So we'll talk to our man, Tony Smith. What can he tell us about Nick Holes? Is that how you say it? Nick Holes? I guess so. We can ask Tony. Maybe he'll know. But yeah, Holes, Holes with a Z. H O L Z. Remember, I made it's that not, mistake. It's not like Lou Holtz. Yeah. No, it's Nick Holes, I guess. Yeah. Either way, he'll be the guy. Um, so on top of that, this is uh, um, on top of other hires the Titans have made. According to uh, Titans Wire, the Titans have also brought back a couple of guys who have not only coached for the franchise before, but played for the franchise before. Uh, they're bringing back Frank Bush uh, to be yep. their linebackers coach. They're also bringing back Steve Jackson to be their defensive back, uh, defensive backs coach as well. So uh, Bush and Jackson both played for the Oilers mm-hmm. slash Titans. Well, especially uh, Jackson. He played for the Titans um, the 99th year he was here. Um, and, of course, he played for the Oilers before that. And uh, both uh, guys have also coached for the team in the past as well. Uh, so bringing back a couple of guys who already know how to get to the facility, even though the facility they're going to now is far different than the one they left a few years ago. I bet Frank Bush has some really nice suitcases, you know? He's been around a little bit. You, you think? Yeah. yeah. He's been a bit of a journeyman. Uh, taking a glance at the... Uh, he has been all over the place. You know who else has been all over the place is their brand new wide receiver coach and uh, Tyke Tolbert. Now, I didn't know a whole lot about... Uh, Tyke Tolbert until I looked him up a few seconds ago, and uh, he too has uh, had a lot of different addresses uh, in his NFL career. Let me see if I can get to the bottom of it here. Let's see. Yeah, Tolbert uh, has worked with some of everybody. He spent the last season in Chicago. Uh, He has also held wide receivers job with, listen now, Darren, the Arizona Cardinals, the Buffalo Bills, the Carolina Panthers, the Denver Broncos, and the New York Giants before landing with the Bears, and now he's here in Tennessee. You know, Frank Bush can go team for team with him. <laughs> By the way, I don't see where Frank Bush has coached the last two years. I think the has last two not, years well, yeah, has been off. He may have been. Or, or no, know, no, maybe he was with – no, I guess he was with the – I guess he's with the Falcons last – my bad. He was with the Falcons okay, last so with the Falcons, season. Yeah. He's been with the Falcons. I think he spent three seasons there. So. All right. He's down there with, well, I guess that would make sense, uh, him being down there with Arthur Smith. Well, you know, from his time with the Titans. Yeah, I guess because so, he was here. He was here. Who was 16, the coach? 17. Munchak? Munchak would have been the coach Munchak, at that point. He wasn't here very long, Frank Bush. You know, one season. So I wanted two seasons. That would make sense because Munchak had only been here. Yeah. Not that long. So he had, you know, he yeah. clearly knew Frank Bush. Yeah. So, and Arthur Smith was here the whole time throughout all that. So. It would make sense that they would connect and uh, and and go down there to Atlanta. So, um, yeah, all of these guys are on the um, on the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick of of coaching here, uh, where you're going to end up playing or coaching for half the league before it's done. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred is the phone line and the text line. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was a wonderful birthday gift from one Ted Johnson here at WNSR. He gave me and this show a text line. 
Now, today, it's our text line because it's not my birthday anymore. It's not your birthday anymore. No, it was so a birthday you, present yesterday. So you can't claim it today. So I yesterday, it was a birthday present. Today, it's just here for the show. It's just here for the, the it's show's It's the you. show's present. So we can connect with you. Kevin down in Florida said, hey, guys, does the text line work? Answer, Kevin. Yes! Yes, it does. Woo! Yes, it does. Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Okay. Yeah, it's working. It's working. And you know see, how, Kevin? You know how we know it's, it's working, Kevin? Because we just responded to we your text. We just responded to your text. You see how that works? Gosh. How, how good does that feel? Technology. Huh? Technology. So, Kevin, keep those texts coming in, and we'll respond. I won't always go, hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! I can't do all that. I've already talked for five hours today. So but you do that every day, though. That, that level of, so I, I can't So, by the end of the that. week? I can't, oh, yeah. You're, you're toast? Yeah, it's five miles to empty here. <laughs> and the, the voice is... Uh, the gas light the is gas flickering. The gas light is on. Is it flickering? It's 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 not flickering. It's, you it's know, oh it's it's bright. It's it's on full by you the know time how we the get gas here. Oh, yeah. is really oh, bright. Yeah. Oh I know. I flirt. I flirt with that all okay. the time. Okay. You live dangerous like Well that. the worst thing, you know, technology today is you know, it, it counts down your, your gallons. Oh <laughs> or your so, miles. Yeah, right? Yeah, or well, actually yes. your miles, not your gallons. Yeah. Right? Like you've got well, ten miles to empty. You've it, got five miles to empty. It counts it down if you trust it, you know, because that because sometimes you know I've had a car where it skipped. You know, it said there was six seven miles, but there there wasn't. No, it tricked you. <laughs> it, it just went on down. So you know, we'll see. But no, it, it's 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 a good thing to to be able to reconnect with the viewers out there. Viewers, listen wow. To me. So you're still in TV Sorry. mode. You can't watch us. You but, can. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Yeah. By the way, you can also correspond with us on our YouTube page. Just type in WSR Live on the search engine. One word. I just hope nobody in the gospel back here was praying for somebody when you were shouting. Just well, maybe they were. They they felt what my happened? enthusiasm well, what happened? through their why, prayer. Why? Why? why, why? It, might, it might cause a little more excitement. It might like if, oh, Dar- okay. if Darren's hooray yeah. disturbs the spirit, <laughs> then that's then then you know, the spirit the spirit wasn't all that strong to begin with. Body. Wasn't that strong? <laughs> you need to pray a little harder. If, if, that, if that's what disturbs the spirit, not strong enough. Not strong I, enough. I'm just saying. Need to need to reinforce the prayer. Then if if Darren's hooray through the wall. It's enough to interrupt the spirit. It's not that strong then. That's what that means. Damon's all choked up. I'm just saying. He knows that's true. He knows what I'm saying. Eric in Columbia on our uh, YouTube page. Afternoon, guys. Afternoon, Eric. Hi, Eric. He said he loves uh, Eric in Columbia. says he loves all the coaches and coordinators. Now let's see the roster that they build. That's what's next. Um, you know, all, all this uh, all this young genius means nothing until you get some guys in here. Yep. And, you know, they got a lot of money to spend, and it will be interesting to see how they spend it. And, um, I, I, again, I'm excited for this because this is going to be really new and different. Uh, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited about this new and different. It's not just a a different um, era for Titans football. It, it, is a, it is a completely different style, I think, is what we're going to see. So I'm excited for that. They're going to pick something. I think we're going to see investment in parts of the team that we've never seen before. I think it's safe to say that Justin is going to be very excited for 2024 offense. Listen, we've been watching 
a version of the same thing, essentially, the for same, a long time. The same enthusiasm I had in the Hip Hip Hooray, yeah. you had of burning it down to the studs. To the studs, man. To the studs. Burn it down. Can't do anything with this. Nothing. <laughs> Can't do nothing with this. Burn it down. We can keep trying to make it. Burn it to the studs. Flamethrower. You wanted them to flamethrow their offense. They flamethrow. They flamethrow. Again, you and I have been watching this a long time. I don't know what they were doing last year. I really don't. This is the first year of Titans football. I was watching. I was like, I don't. Wait, wait a minute. I this, don't understand. Wait a minute. This, what? This was your first year that you were like, I don't. I didn't. This year? This year was the first year, Darren. As opposed to no. last year when they averaged the same amount of points no, for the season? No, no, no. Last year, I understood what they were trying to do. Now, whether or not they can accomplish oh, it is really? something different. This year, I don't even know do what they were year? trying to do. What were they trying to do last year that they that you were crystal clear on what they were trying to do this year? Last year, they were still trying to run the offense through Derrick Henry. It was Derrick Henry's offense last okay. year. Still. Uh, he got a lot of carries. You know, he was the option, sure. first down, second down. You know, and then trying to set up the play action through Derrick Henry's, what they were trying to do when the quarterback was healthy, that is. Now, when the quarterback wasn't healthy, and then they were trying to figure out, well, what is Malik Willis, and can we trust him to throw the ball? Yeah. That was last year. Okay. This year, I don't know. I don't know what, because it would be Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry would get two <laughs> be, carries and get a first Spears, down. And then it would then be, be Spears. <laughs> Then it looks like they were forcing the ball to Quanco. And I don't know. I don't I don't know. I was looking, I was like, what is the philosophy here? What are we doing? What are they doing? And I don't know what they were doing. So, you know, it's certain years where you kind of understand this goes all the way back to Fisher. You understand what they're trying to do. Now, sometimes it looks bad because they can't do it. This year, I don't know what the I don't know what the game plan was that they were trying to accomplish. Fair there was enough. no flow. By the way, do you know who led the AFC in rushing? The the Ravens. With all that being said, no. What player led the AFC in rushing? Oh, that would be Derrick Henry. <laughs> With all that being said, yeah. which you were, you're correct. Yes. We didn't know what they were doing no. because sometimes it was his show. Sometimes he had the day off. Yeah. Sometimes it was his show. Yeah. Another day, I just take the day off. Still led the AFC in rushing. Yeah. Not the league, but the the conference. Yeah, he's very he's very productive like that, um, and he's going to have to be productive elsewhere because you can't have him on the team, and and not run the offense through him, or else it's going to look disjointed like he did last year. Yeah, but definitely did that. Uh, Logan on our YouTube page. Oh no, tell me this is not true. He said, "R.I.P. Carl Weathers." Oh, Carl Weathers. What? Well, let's check it out. Oh, no. Let's, let's check and see. Apollo Creed is dead? Are you seeing it? I don't uh, see it yet. I'm, I'm trying to check on it. No. Yes. Within the last 10 minutes. It just came out. Apollo Creed. 76. Age 76. Mm. Oh, man. Carl Weathers, huh? Um, I did not. Thank you. I mean, thank you. I mean. It's sad. Yeah, but there it is. Thank you, Logan, for uh, bringing that to our attention. Yeah, I see it here. Son of a gun. Wow. What was going? I didn't even know. Was he sick? I didn't even know. I don't know yet. And oh, by the way, he was critical rolling, uh, you know, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Let's see. Apollo Creed facing off with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator um, and all of that. All of that great stuff. What was this character's name in Happy Gilmore? What was it? You, I haven't seen Happy Gilmore. Oh, you, listen, this is the part. Justin. Okay, so this is the part. Where we're going to run into uh, me in the movies again. 
And you know I haven't seen these things. Man. So I've but seen, you've actually done so good with movies. I've done good faking it. Well, you because, have. Because, again, I understand certain things. I just haven't seen the fullness thereof. So I, I obviously understand who Carl Weathers uh, you know, is and was. Um, I've seen Rocky, but I've not seen Happy Gilmore. I've not seen Predator. Chubbs. Who? I think Chubbs. Okay, his Bl- name's Bloody Chubbs. Bloody Whip okay. by and Happy Gilmore. I think Chubbs. Yeah. You know, they're putting a lot of pictures on social media of him and Rocky. And boy, oh, if there was a, if there on. was a person in better shape than he was, oh, man. I, you know, good grief. And Rocky, he looks like a Greek god Yeah, uh, in the Rocky movie. Good grief. Ugh. But yeah, Carl I Weathers. I hate that. Former NFL linebacker, says Bleacher Report. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. According to the Bleacher Report, I need to look that up. I did not know that. Carl Weathers, I mean, it looks like he did, but it, I didn't it, know he it, played it, in the NFL. Would, you know, listen, you know, Terry Crews played in the NFL too, and, you know, it's easy to, you know, kind of skip over that when you look at everything else that's going on with him. So uh, I'll try to find out where where that was and where he played in the NFL. That's interesting. Uh, Eric uh, confirms, yeah, Chubbs. So, yeah. Oh yeah, Apollo Creed, man. NFL.com has got it up, man. Uh, as a, as a thing, so um, I'm still trying to find where he played in the NFL. We'll man. look it up. We'll, we'll come back. Up. We got to head down to Jacksonville. We got to bring in our man Tony Smith. Let's learn a little bit more about the offensive coordinator that was hired, and we'll do that next. You're on the McFarland Show, WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, prizepicks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. 
Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking aback, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcoming calls from all around Middle Tennessee. 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Rolling along on this Friday afternoon. 615-844-5600. We are live today in the Strike of Spare Family Fun Center studio. Let's head down to Jacksonville and bring in our guy, Tony Smith. 1010 XL down there. He talks all things Jags. I don't know if you've heard yet, Tony. I don't want to be the bear of bad news, but uh, we just learned this from our listeners in the last segment. R.I.P. Apollo Creed. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, Carl Weathers unfortunately passed away. And, yeah, obviously Apollo Creed forever. And, you know, he he was a lot of fun, you know, uh, an inspiration to many in a Bad A dude, right? Yes, <laughs> he was. entire life. And so, yeah, R.A.P. Our listeners also brought this to our attention that neither one of us knew. Did you know he played in the NFL? No, I didn't know that. I didn't either. Carl Weathers played two years in the National Football League. He played for John Madden and the Oakland Raiders wow. in 1970 and 71. He played in eight games. Wow. I did not That's know awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. So you heard the promo. That's uh, kind of weird timing. Coming yeah. out of the break, uh, this is what we were batting around after Mike Vrabel was fired. So what was your reaction down there to the news? Yeah, you know, um, last time we got to chat, you asked me about, you know, the perception of Mike Vrabel uh, from a little bit further away than Nashville, right, and within mm-hmm. the division. And I told you, look, I think he's a really good head coach, one of the better head coaches in the league at the time. And my reaction to the Titans firing him was, why are they firing one of the better head coaches in the league? That was uh, my initial reaction. And look, they obviously had enough reasons to move on from Vrabel. And it's been a weird kind of coaching cycle from that perspective, right? It's Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel, and they haven't been able to find a job in the cycle after being let go at their current places, but they haven't been able to. So we'll see what those guys do. They'll both land on their feet. I'm, I'm sure of that, uh, whatever the outcome of all that's going to be. But my reaction was the Titans let go of a really good one, and good luck finding somebody that can do the job better than Mike Vrabel could if you're Tennessee. 
Well, um, so along those lines, what do you make of his last game as the coach here? Something that we talked yeah. to you about that week. And it's interesting. You, I do remember, even though my memory sucks, uh, and I just had another birthday, I think I remember you telling us you were nervous about that game, right? Did you yeah, tell us I, because of, you know, Titans, Jags, Titans, Jags, you never know. Jags broke the hearts of the Titans a year before. Titans have the opportunity to break their hearts, and sure enough, it played out that way. Yeah, I mean, as you guys know, there is the scars that fans have in sports, they they last a whole lot longer than the victory memories, right? Like, that's just the way being a sports fan is. And for this city and this franchise in Jacksonville, 1999, it's, it's a wound that I don't think it's completely closed until the Jaguars beat the Tennessee Titans to a Super Bowl. And it would be helpful if beating the Titans on the way to that Super Bowl got them there. I, I think that it you're not completely over it. Like even the Week 18 game last year when they had the, the fumble force and Josh Allen returns it and they win the division um, that week with the win over the Titans here in, in Jacksonville. Uh, even that, a year later... There were a lot of expectations halfway through the year. This was a Jaguars team that was eight and three at one point in this season, and over the the remaining games, they won one of those last six games, and that one win was against the worst team in football this year, the Carolina Panthers. The week before, they went up to Nashville to take on the Titans. There were a lot of reasons to be nervous. You know, Trevor Lawrence hadn't even played in that game against Carolina the week before. Uh, it, he had been playing through a knee injury, a shoulder injury is the one that kept him out uh, the week before. Finally, a concussion. Like there were all these things that were adding up. An ankle sprain that he played the next week on. Uh, it was they were all piling up, and by the time they got to week eighteen, with it being the Titans, there were a lot of fans that expected the Jaguars to win. Don't get that wrong. They expected the Jaguars to go up there and win. But there was a lot of nervous energy with it because of how the back half of the season had gone and it being the Titans on that other sideline. And, you know, you get ready for a game like that, and if you have a good coaching staff and veteran players, they can get the guys into it early in a game. And the only way that you can take advantage of how much better you think your sideline may be is to pop them in the mouth early on and let them know, you know, guys, it's not happening today. Whatever kind of thought y'all had about an upset, it's not happening today. Well, the Jags are the ones that took the shot in the mouth early in that game. Instead of the Titans, they couldn't deliver that. And once that happened, it was like, okay, let's see how this whole thing's going to play out. And they never could quite um, get the momentum they needed to pull off that victory. And then a season that everyone's talking about how much of a failure it was, they'd at least be a, a, a team that made the playoffs in back-to-back years for the first time since 1999. It's been that long since mm. the Jags have been to the playoffs in back-to-back years. Mm. So what are the questions that are being asked down there in your market? So what are you guys talking about every day? Is everybody cool with the coach? Everybody cool with the quarterback? You think he's still elite? Franchise? You know how this works. You know, you don't make yeah. the playoffs. You under underachieve. You, you, you fall down the stretch. Uh, like you said, eight and three start, and then things kind of fall apart after that. There's going to be a lot of question marks and a lot of people wondering, you know, asking a lot of questions during the the off season. So, what are 
some of your hot topics down there, hot button yeah, issues? It's been three years, really, of questions from the fan base about Trent Baalke, the GM, and I was right there with them. Uh, when they made the decision to make him the general manager the year they hired Urban Meyer, I was like, ah, uh, this doesn't do much for me and was not in favor of the move when they made it. And they hire him anyway. And then they're firing Urban Meyer a year later. And I thought it was the right opportunity reset the whole thing, right? You're going to get a new head coach, change the GM, do all that. They decided not to. And then they go to the playoffs right the next year. So it's hard to be upset about it after year two of Trent Baalke, but now after year three, and they didn't do a whole lot in the off season last year from a free agency perspective, they didn't do anything to address their defensive line in free agency or the draft last year. And there were a lot of fans that had a lot of questions about that. They didn't do anything to improve the offensive line going through the off season last year. They obviously thought that, because of the way the season ended the year before, that they were close and that they didn't have to do a whole lot to tweak to improve to get themselves back into that position. They were wrong. Trent Baalke was wrong um, in that regard. And a lot of the heat for the way the back half of the season ended has been put at the feet of Trent Baalke. Some, to some degree, there are question marks about the fans have been on Press Taylor, the offensive coordinator, all year. But as you guys know, that's just life in the NFL. The the OC, Nick Holtz, I know y'all just hired him this week as well as the passing game coordinator here in Jacksonville going up there to be the offensive coordinator. And as the OCs know, when things don't go, if they're not winning, if the team doesn't win, the entire fan base is like, well, the play calling stinks. Right, like that's one of the first things they point to is the play calling is the reason they're not winning games. I don't know how much truth there is or isn't to that kind of thing, but the fans they want Doug Peterson to call the plays mm. as the head coach to be the OC and play caller for the football teams. So I get them to move on from Press Taylor. They'd like the team to move on from Trent Baalke. That's not going to happen. But I don't think there's a whole lot. There's some minor level of frustration with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson, but I think the volume on that is really low compared to those other two guys. So Nick Holtz was only there this season, so what can you yes. tell us about him? Not much. You know, um, okay, Tony. Game Thanks for the visit, man. Have a great weekend. No, no, I'm kidding. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's it's hard. It's kind of a nebulous thing to yeah. even figure out exactly what a passing mm-hmm. game coordinator does, yeah. right? It's and it's not that I don't think it's an important position. It obviously is a key member of the offensive staff, especially in today's NFL. You know, we talked about it on the show today. I don't know what the ceiling is for the importance of the passing game in the NFL and how that's evolved over the last 20, 25 years across the league. I don't know what the ceiling of that is, but I'm pretty sure we haven't reached it yet, right? And it keeps growing, the the passing game in the National Football League. And so from that perspective, I think, you know, the year before, the Jaguars had Jim Bob Cooter as their passing game coordinator. The Colts hired him as their OC last year, right? So this is two years in a row that the Jags have had a one-year pass game coordinator i can tell you that nick holtz was a guy that everyone talked very highly of uh here in town for the year that he was here he was a well-respected hard-working guy and that's why he got the opportunities he did 
right, as a player and a coach uh, before he even got here. It's why he was with the Raiders for 10 years as an assistant coach on their staff there in, in Oakland and Los Angeles and Las Vegas and wherever else they journey through, uh, you know, <laughs> that franchise. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think he is – it's not unusual for – a pass game coordinator to move on to become an offensive coordinator in the league. And I don't think the issues the Jaguars had last year on offense were the coordination of the pass game. So I think that you got a good coach in Nick Holtz. How effective an offensive coordinator he can be, we'll find out. He hadn't done that at the NFL level yet. Who called the plays last year down there in Jacksonville? Press Taylor. Press Taylor called the place. Okay. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. Uh, well, they've made it very clear that Brian Callahan is going to be calling the place here in Nashville, and it will not mm-hmm. be Nick. Um, so, it, I mean, it's a different type of offensive coordinator role. Um, but sure. it's, it's one that Brian Callahan had in Cincinnati. He didn't call the place there either. Zach Taylor recall, was calling the place. Right. Um, yeah. So, it's... It's a very it's it, and Tony, I don't I don't know about you, but I'm having a hard time understanding the different roles of pass game coordinator, running coordinator. We just hired, or the Titans just hired a a, a coach. Um, well, yeah, the defensive coordinator, uh, Denard Wilson. He was mm-hmm. the what was it, Darren? He was the defensive backs coach and the running back or the running coordinator, wasn't he? Or the passing? No, he was the passing game coordinator. He was the passing game coordinator and, and defensive DBs. backs coach, DBs coach for yeah. both the Eagles and the Jets. <laughs> like what? 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 Tony? What? 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 <laughs> how do you do? How are you doing both things? And we've had yeah. you know people explain it to us, but I'm still not clear. Yeah, like in that's kind of like you know I get it. You know, from the perspective of they just hire a new OC, what do you know about him as far as what he did in the offense last year? And I wish I could give you guys a better answer than I'm not sure what a pass game coordinator really does, right? Like, (laughs) I'm not sure what the extent of their responsibilities, I'm sure they have them, right? Like, I'm I'm not saying that they're, right, they're a coach without responsibility, but I can't tell you exactly what that responsibility is week to week getting ready for a game. Because we have a, you already have an offensive coordinator. Then you have a quarterbacks coach. Then you have yeah. a wide receivers coach. And we have an offensive yeah. line coach. But then behind all of that, there's a passing game coordinator too. I mean, I yeah. you know, I, okay, I, you know. So who does the the play action? Who is that? Is that the passing game or the running game guy? Okay, I don't, I don't know. I, I need somebody I to. It's it's gonna take a while for me to, Ho- to get all that. Hopefully, whoever's doing that, they work well together, making it happen. Yeah, yeah. The, the, well, it's the it's the word of the year here in Nashville. They collaborate. They're collaborators. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. There's a there's a strange story we've been following off the air, and we really haven't talked mm-hmm. about it on the air at all. But I'm going to now because you're down there in Jacksonville. Sure. What's going on with the twenty million dollars? I don't understand. Like that's <laughs> I understand that even less than I do the passing game coordinator. And then today, it turns out that the Jaguars, apparently, according to Adam Schefter, uh, asked FanDuel for the twenty <laughs> yeah. million dollars back. Like I just w- what? Good luck with what? That. I mean, I'm sure everybody who's come into contact with FanDuel, I'd like my money yeah. back. Ha- too, or DraftKings or whoever has wanted their money back as well. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the simplest way to try to work through all that, the, the well, the real simplest way is what an embarrassment, right, for the organization to have that happen in, in the first place. But, 
the explanation for it is they had an employee that was basically in charge of, you know, when, when the team's going on the road and people who work for the team are going on the road, whoever that happens to be, like the hotels, any of that kind of stuff, the, the financial side of that, they, you know, all teams have somebody that is in charge of that, right? Like they're, they're watching the money and taking care of the budgets for all those kind of things. And the guy who happened to be doing that for the Jaguars was a thief. Right, uh, mm. like that's that's the simplest way to put it. He was a thief and a gambler, so he was using the money that he was stealing to gamble on daily fantasy, on Fanduel, and doing those different kind of things to the tune of twenty million dollars before anyone figured out that it was happening. Like I said, it's an embarrassment. And look, I can understand the Jaguars going to Fanduel and say, "Hey, give us that money back," and Fanduel saying, "What do you no?" Right? Like <laughs> no. About like, no. We don't, we don't owe you anything for y'all being really bad at managing that money, right? And allowing somebody to get a hold of that money. Like, we don't care where the money comes from. You know, like, if you're FanDuel, why should they care where the money came from? But the bottom line is it's embarrassing for the franchise that something like that would happen. And, you know, you get a little bag, a little bit of egg on your face with that kind of situation, and it is – what it is, the employee's been fired. He's going to face the legal problems that he's going to face, and may they're go not going to be able to recoup, remunerate any of that money. It's gone. Yeah, um, and, may, and may end up in prison yeah. because of it. That, that, uh, that probably is, should. It, right. million dollars yes, is yes. not yeah. a yeah. change. No, you know? for like, sure. That's not, a lot of money. Even on an NFL team, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not chunk Even for a billionaire like Shad Khan, yeah. that's not nothing. Like that's That's big money for one person to have figured out how to – basically get out of your building i mean it's it's insanity well the franchise shouldn't feel bad because tony if my wife asked FanDuel to give back our money that i lost they would laugh at us too so i mean they're gonna laugh at i mean anybody who asks yeah i, th- sure, I guess it doesn't yeah. hurt to ask but you know I mean, you're gonna you can get always ask i guess and then see what happens uh that that's just wild though it really is but i also deserve you know, I deserve it for betting on the Cowboys in the playoffs. So well, that's you, know, your fault. you get what you get. That's your fault. You know, that yeah. is. Like, that's just, man, you got to have learned that lesson by now. Exactly. Apparently, apparently, apparently not. Apparently not. You just fall for the star every time. <laughs> we sit up here, Tony. We do the top 10, and he'll put the Cowboys at number three. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're really going to do this, huh? Yeah. Okay. We did it all just, year. You know, do it all the time. Every then, Wednesday. You know, Listen, Tony, right. my, 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 my thoughts are with you. I will never forget, and Darren, you were away, but uh, Tony and I did a, did a hit here while, while you were away. And Tony, I will never forget, said with, it was me and Patton doing the show. He said with his full chest that he expected the Jacksonville Jaguars to do nothing less but reach a divisional round and win a playoff game and was so serious about it uh, and was 12-5 and five and all of this. Th- and when I saw what happened, I was like, oh, poor Tony, my goodness. <laughs> this is not, you know, because you're knowledgeable and you're very passionate and I know you mean what you say. And when I saw what was happening, I was like, oh, man, this is, uh, is going to be a lot to eat uh, all summer there in Jacksonville. So, um, man, I you know it's it, it's a lot to work out, and you know, and, and you guys got a long summer to talk about it. They can smooth oh, yeah. it over by getting Fred Taylor in, and that'll that'll well, help things. That hey, we're fans with that, that now. Feelings in town. For we sure. are we yeah. are fans about that. Yeah, no doubt. Look, you know, the, I've never felt bad about any predictions I make. Right? Like it, you guys know, we're on the radio. Sure. You know, everything that we say, everyone gets to hear it. Everyone out there listening gets to share their opinion with their friends and nobody else knows, right? <laughs> like when you have to t- 
take the opinions and do it as strongly as we do. When you're wrong, you're wrong. You deal with it. You know, I didn't lose those six of the last seven. That wasn't me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just made a prediction on what I thought they could be, and when they were eight and three, I felt very good, no, very good. about where I thought they were going to wind up. You know, in the season, and they completely collapsed. It is the most disappointing regular season in Jaguars history. I don't think there's any other that even comes close. Mm. Tony, we always appreciate the visit. Thank we you, don't sir. know what we have in Nichols, but uh we'll learn. <laughs> did you ever by the way, real quick on the way out, did you ever like talk to him? Can you at least tell us like is he a cool dude to deal with or I mean did was he ever available to the media or no? I never got to personally speak with him, but okay. I know people who did and they spoke highly of him. That's as much as I could tell you. No. After Mike Vrabel, we got only only one place to go, and that's up. <laughs> I'm just saying. He was mm. it's difficult to deal with at times. Oh, you mean media like just yeah, Belichick tree, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, I mean he you know, he obviously had more he had more to offer than Belichick, but he just it just it was it just depended on the wind pattern of the day. Sometimes he <laughs> could be fun and engaging, and sometimes he could just be a wet noodle. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. And actually combative <laughs> a lot. Uh, Tony, appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll check in with you down the road, man. You guys do the same. Thanks for having me. All right, Tony Smith, 1010XL down in Jacksonville. Uh, Brian Callahan's going to be calling the plays. We know that. But, in fact, they're the same age, by the way, I looked. Nick Holes and Brian Callahan. They're both 39. Yeah, makes sense. So, um, we'll see. They're 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 making hires. What what does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There is a one, there is a really good one that's out there that I don't think we've we've mentioned. I don't think you brought this up. Okay. And we can also take your phone calls. We're wide open for the rest of this hour. 615-844-5600. The McFarland show, WNSR. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? 
and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. We'll have plenty of sunshine, the high 64, mainly clear tonight, low 38. Saturday, sunny, high 62. Clouds and maybe a shower Sunday, high 56. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network at National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. YouTube, WNSR Live, one word in the search. You can talk to us there. And you've been doing that today. You can also talk to us on our text line, 615-844-5600. Yes, our text line, back up and running. That is also our, our digits. You can call into the show. We're live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio, and Tony has done that in Nolansville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, uh, talking on a sad note, uh, I mean, y'all were talking earlier of uh, the passing of Apollo Creed. Um, yesterday, we all learned uh, that Terry Beasley, former Auburn great, uh, tragically uh after fighting many demons of the uh, concussions over the years, playing in college and playing in the NFL, uh, took his life. And I think they have donated his uh, his brains and stuff to the center for, uh, and they called the CTEs, Darren. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to give a big shout out to the Auburn Nation that, you know, one of the greatest duos, uh, passing duos in college history, him and Pat Sullivan, which I think both of those are two of the three jerseys that are retired at Auburn along with Bo Jackson. So, uh, sad to say of his passing and just wanted to give a shout out because I grew up watching him. I think we all did if, in our, during the late 50s through 60s, one of the greatest passing combos of, in the SEC history, no doubt. So I just wanted to say that. Uh, guys, the 
hiring of the offensive line coach probably took all of maybe 30 seconds. I can see it now, Dad. Would you like to come coach with us? And, well, there's a little uh, bit well, more. Than, there's more to it than that because the Browns had to okay it. He's under contract. So I it was easy it. for Brian, but it there right. was a little trickiness maybe on, look, if Cleveland w- could have wanted to stick their chest out and create problems, they could have. They, they did the right have. thing, yeah, thank they goodness, yep. but well, they could have made that thing saying. sticky. And, he, and like you say, they, they let it happen. So immediately, you know, we well, are hired. And, uh, yeah, that could have been, uh, been some uh, – pushback on their part so uh the you know i think it's the first duo that's been uh of a father son ninth eighth or nine i think it's eight or nine in the nfl yep i've heard earlier that it was possibly the only one nope well the where the son is hired the father. Where the son, maybe it maybe it's the first time the son has hired the father. Yeah, maybe okay. That's what, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. And uh, so I mean, you've got that situation. So hopefully, you know, we've seen it before on the basketball front on the college level, and uh, we've seen it before with uh, with brothers and that type of thing. But uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see. As we and my my breakfast buddy said this morning, they said, "Well, he's a great line coach." I said, "Yeah, but he hadn't seen this line yet. We'll see." How well, he won't see this line. Yeah, he yeah, he won't see oh, this line that we just it. saw. No, 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 no. The, the, the line is there is leaving. We just don't know the names. <laughs> yeah, of we the don't new know line. the name of the new line, but the line is there. He won't coach that bunch. <laughs> I've been watching some of the practices uh, down there in Mobile, and there's some. There's one or two names that's popped out kind of surprisingly in the line, but uh, the quarterback situation, guys, uh, Bo Nix is not having the best of camps, uh, what is being said. And, uh, and Pennant, he is, he's hit some spots, but he's not really done much to improve his status. Uh, so it's going to be interesting on the quarterback front this year. Who goes where, and uh, and it's going to be one of the guys that's making a big splash. Wide receiver is the other McCaffrey that played uh, wide receiver at uh, Rice, and uh, he huh. they said he's done real well. He's got the right last name for it, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. So anyway, guys, that's all I wanted to share. Wanted to give that little shout out to the Auburn family and Auburn Nation, and uh, we feel your pain. So just wanted to say that. Guys, have a good, safe weekend. You too. War Eagle, Tony. Thank you. Um, We'll take our final break for the first hour. Eric, we'll get to you and wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show next. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. And now NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Titans fans, Spreads fans, the McFarland Show has you covered. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Good song, Brain is back. I wanted to read something super quick, but I don't have it super quick, so I'll come back to it. Okay. Back to the phones. Let's go to Eric. Eric, what's up? Hey, Darren, I know you're pressed time, so I'm going to try and get to what I got to say real quick. First of all, congratulations to Greg. I heard about his announcement this morning. Going to miss him on the airways, but I'm real, real happy for him. He deserves it. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second thing, you were talking about Carl Ruthers. Before he did Predator and the Rocky films and uh, Happy Gilmore, he was also a character actor on TV. He did shows like Cannon, Barnaby Jones, and McLeod. 
Well, one of the most famous, it's my favorite. He remember he was on the episode of Good Time where he was the husband named Calvin of a wife, jealous wife who had a paint the stuff JJ was painting as a model. Who's dressed in this stupid oh, hat? Yeah. Smart. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and JJ says, "Yeah, you like if my dad got here." And then Florida <laughs> says, "So, oh JJ, stop that nonsense before something falls off." Yeah. yeah, his name was Calvin. If you remember that, yeah, he was yes, in that sir. too. But one last thing, and this sports say, and I'll get off, and then I'll let you guys talk about it. I'm a big Philadelphia Seventy Sixers fan. This whole thing with Joel Embiid, it's I feel bad for him. I've heard people saying they should shut him down for the season. I don't know if I'll go that far, but I definitely think it should be shut down at least to the All-Star break because I think All-Star Sunday is two weeks from this Sunday, and maybe you haven't come back after All-Star break or see an updated progress by then. It's just, you know, but I just don't want him to, you know, mess up his career, you know, because I know he had issues with the Sawneys. He's legitimately hurt, but I have no problem with the 65 uh, institution deal on games because back in the day, you would have never had to institute this rule, and a lot of players are upset about that. I just don't get it. You, you want to play, and not if you legitimately hurt. Guys, y'all take care of what's going on. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Joel Embiid is 29 years old, and he's seven foot. And, Darren, you we've talked about it here a few times. Not as much as we probably could or should. But guys who are seven feet tall, historically, it is very difficult for them to stay healthy for long periods of time. It just is. And, and we can go down a long list of guys who are going to have, but it is uh, very difficult for them to take the pounding of an NBA season and stay healthy. It just is. He's dealing with a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee. By the way, the Grizzlies dealt Steven Adams, who hasn't played since, I think, 2017. Well, or at least it feels like that. It feels that way. I was like, I, I, was like I, I didn't know he's even coming back. I was like, is this dude ever going to play basketball again? They dealt him to the Houston Rockets for uh, Oladipo and some picks. Okay. That's going to do it for hour number one. Nate, we'll get to you to begin the second hour. That's all coming up next. This is a special report from ABC News. Airstrikes in the Middle East. I'm Michelle Franzen. Reports that airstrikes in Syria are underway. It follows the drone attack last week that killed three U.S. Army reservists at a base in Jordan. The White House says those drone strikes were carried out by Iranian-backed militants in Iraq and part of dozens of attacks on U.S. personnel in the region. ABC's Martha Raddatz is in Amman, Jordan, and says the U.S. is looking to deter militants without widening the conflict. What they are going after in Syria are certainly the militants, the Iranian-backed militants, but also Iranian assets, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard assets there. They don't want to strike Iran itself, but they want a significant and substantial hit on these militants. Earlier, the president and first lady attended the dignified transfer at Dover Air Base where the bodies of the Army Reservists were returned. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333.
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards, rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. We all hear the radio. Radio ads about the IRS, they tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids, no matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this Friday afternoon, rolling along. 615-844-5600. Darren and Justin here in the Strike Spare Family Fund Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside. Doug, on our text line, back when we were asking about Carl Weathers, who unfortunately has passed away at age 76. Mm. Uh, he said they played for the Raiders, and we did find that out. Uh, that is true for, what, eight games to over two seasons? Yeah. And uh, John Madden was the coach. And Doug also followed up with another text that said, Confession, I used to work out and look just like him. Hey. Doug. I believe Doug. Do you? I do. I got no reason. I mean. I don't. You don't believe that? No. Okay. I've never met Doug. I don't believe. But you know. As much as I love and support Doug, I do not believe he used to look like Apollo Creed. I just don't. Okay. Well, you know, that's that's up to you. You don't have to believe I can't go there. Okay. That's fair. But I, I, I believe you, Doug, for what it's worth. Do you, though, really, or are you just saying that? Uh, I believe that the way Doug talks and carries himself, I firmly believe that Doug at one point was, Looked a, like Apollo Creed. was a good athlete and, and, and probably worked out to, to the level of, you know, of something very good. Looked like very good. Carl Weathers and Predator. I mean, again, I've never seen Predator. I've seen Apollo. I've seen Rocky, though, and I've seen Apollo Creed. Maybe you met early Carl Weathers before, you know. Before you, what? When he got to the Predators, he bulked up a lot. No, he said he said Rocky, right? He said no. He just said I used to look like him. Maybe he meant oh, okay. maybe he meant seventy-six-year-old Carl yeah. Weathers. Who knows? Jeez. <laughs> uh, Kevin in Florida. Doug, I didn't say that. Said um, he's disappointed. That you have not seen Happy Go More or Predator. 
Well, and he followed it up with a WTH. He can be disappointed, and I appreciate you. Which is what the heck? That's fine. It could be what the whatever, and you know, and that's and that's cool with me. Listen, folks. Do you uh, think we're going to get into it at some point? But there's a lot of movies I haven't seen. When so it's we okay. get into the sports desert of yeah. sports talk radio, yeah. Do you think maybe we could assign you a movie a week? I don't. I don't want to go crazy. Like a movie a week is that too much in the sports desert? I think my wife would Where enjoy that. But I just play you know. know like cornhole tournaments and that's normally the time I catch up on documentaries and stuff. But, so. but what if we gave you like a one we we come up as a group as the show the McFarland show and the listeners we come to just one a week. It, it, maybe if this, we're going to have you play the hits, if it's, a, if it's comedies and like, we're not going to get obscure, and, stupid. I mean, we're like yeah. driving Miss we're Daisy. Gonna, we're going to play like the that. play the hits. Well, I've seen Driving Miss Daisy, yeah. so I have seen that one. Yeah, but you Morgan think we can, Freeman, yeah. can we at least table that and, and we, we can circle think about back that. around? Yeah, absolutely, we absolutely. Like, can. I don't think that's a, a crazy request. Yeah, now I've seen the scenes for Happy Gilmore, Bob Barker, and Am Sandler. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. I, but have I seen the entire movie? No. Do I really know what it's about? No. You don't, you don't know what Happy Gilmore is about? Not really. No? No. Hmm. <laughs> it's an ice hockey movie. Then why do they spend so much time on the golf course? <laughs> okay. Well, you have seen. Then you know what it's about. I've seen parts of it. No, I don't. If you just said they're on a golf course, then you yeah, know. Yeah, but, but what does that mean? Does it is, is are they professional golfers? Is it just he's working at a putt putt place? I mean, I, I don't know. What that means. So, just saying. Let's go to Nate. I'm sure Nate's seen it. Uh, Nate has definitely seen it. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Happy Gilmore is a great movie. It is. Yeah. I'll take your word yeah. for it. So, that means he has seen it. Yeah, I have. I have. Adam Sandler playing um, golf with a hockey stick. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. See, there oh, was there the hockey go. reference. There was the see? hockey reference. See why? See, see what I did there? I do, but I didn't know that. <laughs> I tried so. to trick you, but I also was kind of I, I intertwining like an actual, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We gonna we gonna introduce Justin to some um, hand crank black and white movies. No, again, we're gonna <laughs> have him play the hits, the black and white movies, and wow. we're not gonna like bring like out the beta. <laughs> yeah, we're not bringing up beta and VHS. <laughs> Black and white. Charlie Chapman. <laughs> well, I mean, right. <laughs> I want you to watch that. I mean, we're not going to have him. Hey, so, this week your film was a silent here film. We go. Like, we're not doing that. <laughs> Bring out some, some Bing Crosby and some Fred Astaire. <laughs> Get into that. So, I wasn't going to bring this up, um, but since Tony talked about Auburn a little bit, I figured I'd uh, bring up kind of a funny thing. It, it seems like. At least every month, every couple of weeks, I bring up Tarleton State. Yeah, and I actually so yes, yesterday I saw that they were playing a game, and they were the dogs, and so I put Tarleton State and Auburn together, and I actually uh, watched the last like seven minutes of the Tarleton State game. But yeah, I, it was fun. I won. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think I don't know why. I think it's funny every time I bring up Tarleton State. Well, we yeah. had certainly had fun. We did for a good while with Tarleton State. <laughs> we did on this show. The Texans, <laughs> the Texans. Yep. Yes, yep. yes, <laughs> yes. We learned but, a lot after me just flippantly going, "Who the hell is Tarleton State?" Yeah, <laughs> we we found out. How am I supposed to take a team seriously when you beat Tarleton State? We went and found out who they were. 
All right, guys. Well, y'all have a great week. So, Nate, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. Yes. So, yes, yes, uh, yes. what do you, what do you make of uh, the big trades going on in the NHL? And what do you what do you think uh, the Preds need to do, man? What do, what do you what do you assess of them after what fifty one games? I mean, heading into the All Star break, either, I would either stand pat or sell. I do not, do not, do not buy. Thank you. Do Thank not you. buy. I'm with you. 100%. 100%. If you, I, I, I mean, yeah, get maybe like a, maybe a depth piece that you might need or something, or, you know, a guy that you're going to have for an extended period of time, but don't, don't go out and be, don't, don't make me feel like it's another David Poyle. We're one piece away. Come on now. You yeah. know, that's not, you know, that's not, um, where we're at. So, I'd be shocked if Barry did that. So, I really would. So, I'd be shocked. So, Nate, you don't feel strongly about trading UC Soros or keeping him? You don't feel strongly one way or the no, other? No, he said sell or stand pat. If you do that, yes. you are selling. But if UC you stand Soros. pat? So, huh? No, you're, if you, he said if you, sell or stand pat, right? That means right, he, but it used yes, to Soros would be a sell. That's a sell. Well, yeah. Well, I'm asking him. Does he want to sell UC Soros or does he want to keep him? Because selling him is selling him, but standing yeah. pat means he's still on the roster. True. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm asking Nate. Nate, you do feel strongly one way or the other about UC Soros, whether or not he needs to stay or or be traded? No. For some reason, I have a sneaky suspicion, and it might be from Michael Gallagher's comments. Uh, you know few weeks months ago on the uh podcast that he does with uh brandon gall and now emma lingan's on that podcast um he 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 has been down this year but for some reason i just don't have a good feeling about the um organization and it's got off i i hope and hope to God. No, based on what, they, though? That, based on, what is that based are. on? Okay. That's Why? where you are. Well, it's because of his personality and everything. And, his yes, personality. We, did get, we did get PK, and he was a big personality. But having a big personality, especially in on other teams in the NHL, is not highly wanted. And so that that's that's what my concern is. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nate, yeah. have a great weekend, man. Appreciate it. Hey, y'all too. Be safe. All right. I I, I don't know about all that. Um, I, believe me, I I, know I don't know I, what kind of personality I, he has, one way or the other. Is, li- is it like a known thing that he has an outgoing or? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The he personality. Is, he, he is okay. Whatever, whatever. See, so whatever. Part of this I, I know room. PK Supan was. I no, understand no, no. that. But. I'm saying whatever part of this room you want to place UC Soros, go to the complete opposite of the room and place a scar off. Okay. When it comes to personalities. I see. Okay. And that's not not I'm just saying UC no, Soros no, people are different. quiet. He's people are different. Just, quiet and reserved. Right. Just goes about his and business. And the other one's kind of a live wire. Okay. He's he is not boring. Okay. He's not. Okay. He is not quiet. I did he not. Is, I did not know that. I've yeah. missed. I've missed the noise. Apparently. He. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, you know, unless you're you, unless you're watching Milwaukee Admiral games, or, I am not. Or watching him in the KHL. I have a few things to do. I, no, I'm sorry. I doubt you're right. No. So it's okay.
I don't know what they're going to do. I, I've made it abundantly clear. Like this, the to me, uh, I think this this franchise has been hanging on to players for too long. Uh, I think it's they. What what is it? Loyalty to a fault. Yeah. It's it's a it's a at times it's just it's a business, okay, and you got to treat it as such. And it, I understand they always they're great about bringing in great guys and great families and. They fit and they're good for the organization, and it's tough whenever they're good people, right? It's tough. Yeah. I understand that. I I totally get it, but I think it also has clouded the business side, and I think they've held on to players way too long. I think it's bit them in the behind, and I just look. Mm-hmm. I told you, if they don't have a scar off, we're not having this conversation. Yeah, but why are you looking when I hear Barry Trotsky? The they're looking possibly to sign him long term. Why? Why would you be looking to sign him long term when you have a first round pick in your pipeline that is your top prospect to do what? Well, sit around to be the backup for the next four years? Really? Maybe not the next four years, but maybe the next two or 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 so. I mean, it, it just depends. It depends on the philosophy of the situation, Darren. And, and this is this is this is the question I really have for you. And I and I don't know the answer here because you know there's some elements of hockey that I'm that I'm still learning and missing. But if you kept UC Soros, and it meant that this team was well, snuck into the playoffs, but was the first round out, they got into the playoffs. Maybe they won a game, but they lost the series in five games, or they trade UC Soros and they get something for him but they don't make the playoffs and they fade down the stretch. Which one is more valuable for this team? The playoff experience of a year where you go to the playoffs and you don't do well or whatever you're going to get. And I know it's impossible to know what you're going to get with a draft pick or a trade. You don't know what these guys are going to be one way or the other. But what is more valuable for the franchise, a playoff berth or a couple of a couple of picks? Well, first of all, he's going to command, uh, you know, and what what do they want? What is Barry looking oh, that's for? A, that's okay? a fantastic question. I'm sure he's we've got gonna, no track record at all. we got no history, really, to he, know. And look, if you're talking about trading UC Searles, then if you're not talking about a first-round pick, then, you know, there's nothing to even talk about. It's going to be at least that, right? It's going okay. to be picks, plural. Okay. What are they? They're going to be good ones. Okay, they're going to be high. What? I don't know. Is it two? I don't know if they can get two first rounds. I don't know. Maybe it's the first and a second. I don't know. It depends on how hungry the other team is. And then you'll probably get a top-tier prospect. Okay. That's okay. what I, I would think you could get for UC Soros. Okay. A top-tier prospect in somebody's organization, a first-round pick, and let's say— Maybe some gravy, a third uh, or a second. second or second or third, oh. yeah. Okay. Right. So a first and a, let's say at the very least a first and a third and a top and a top tier pick like or some, top tier prospect one of rather, their top prospects in the organization who's further down the pipeline in their organization not not like a first year guy but somebody who's been in their organization well no it's okay it doesn't but, matter where well, where Phil, he is in the how process how do you think Bill Forsberg, Bill Forsberg got here he was nineteen years old he was a first round pick by the Capitals they had him for all of one year and okay. they traded him to the Preds okay a year. He's 19 years old. Okay. I guess I guess I'm asking that question because it depends on how soon you want to see dividends I, I from whatever that prospect I, is. I don't think you can worry about all that right now because hmm. here's the deal. They're going to, they've got all these prospects in their pipeline already. They do. They can't they don't have they room do. for all of them. 
No, you're correct. Okay, they, they got all loaded, these guys. They had a loaded that, draft last year. Yes, and you know a lot of guys. Tons of draft picks. They got all these guys in the system. Yeah, that they don't have room for them. True. So, what are we talking about? Who? Okay, it's got to be staggered anyway. It, Igor Afanasyev is playing really well in Milwaukee. They've had him now for years, and he hasn't had an opportunity. Is they haven't had room for him? At some point, Justin, it's kind of like the Titans. At some point. You're, right now, they're stuck. They're stuck in middle ground. Is that fair to say? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they've I don't, been. I don't know no, what no, you no, call No, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's where they've been. The half the league makes the playoffs, right? Yeah. So they have been in this pattern here of being in that mode of just right there in the middle of the pack. One game you're in the playoffs, one game you lose, you're out of the playoffs, right? That That's middle ground, is it not? Yeah. Because half is. the league makes the playoffs. So they've been stuck in middle ground for a while. So at some point, you got to go a different direction. Okay? Because middle ground mm-hmm. is not, um, what's the right word? Is not um, exciting for a fan base, especially when you've been stuck in it for years. Okay. So the best way to get out of middle ground is to probably, I would say, start with your few. By the way, last year, and they didn't make the playoffs. I get it, but when was the when did the spark happen last year? When did the spark happen? Uh, after the trades, after they got rid of some got of rid the, of veteran uh, guys and brought yeah. in what they do, just bring in all the yeah. these guys from Milwaukee. A lot of the young just turn them loose, young players, and let's see what happens. Guys with high testosterone, sure, and just turn them loose. And what happened? They won. They won more than they lost. Yeah, that is for sure. Okay, now are all those guys? Can they do it? You know, game in and game out for eighty two games. Well, I think we're starting to see. Yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> Tomasino is losing ice. Well, time. they're basically right back Part, where they were. Parsons has been sent down to Milwaukee. Glass, you know, what is Cody? It's like we've been seeing the same thing out of Cody Glass for years. Like at some point, you got to do things differently because what you've been doing isn't working. You hear me say this all the time. Sure. At some point, you got to do things differently. So I think it's time to start doing things differently because this. Is the same thing we saw last year, and the same thing we saw the year before that, and the same thing we saw the year before that. I guess, I guess, where I'm falling off the wagon and with what you're saying is, if you, to me, if you're trading Soros, to me, it means you're hitting sort of a reset button, and it means that this team is probably not moving forward as far as any postseason play. And that's fine if that's what you want to do, and if that's the direction, and you're saying that the team has been stuck in neutral. So, And I've been saying it about the Titans. They need to burn it down to the studs because I knew this team wasn't going anywhere. And, and that much is clear. So if you're saying that the Predators have reached their peak, essentially, with this group, and they need to find a new way forward, and a new way forward includes more draft picks, more prospects, and then finding a new formula, mm-hmm. Then, and that moves forward. And if that means they don't reach the playoffs this year, then so be it, but it'll be better off long-term. Is that, is that what you're... Who's been the starting goaltender this season? Who's their, who's their bell Charles. cows? Okay. Where are they right now in the playoffs? Uh, outside looking in. Last year, Borderline. who was the bell cow goaltender? Uh, UC Soros. Did they make the playoffs? They did not. The year before that, who was the bell cow goaltender? Uh, that would have been UC Soros. Yeah. Right? Did they make the playoffs? Uh, yes. yes. One and done. <laughs> I think they were, they were out in five. <laughs> Trying to rewind. Uh, yes, they're, yes. They're they out did. in five. So I'm confused. When you say hitting the reset, how are you hitting the reset? What what have you been with, with him? 
as opposed to without him. What what is with him? You've been a borderline playoff team where one okay. year you made it, the next year you just missed it. This year you're on the border. You're you're may make it, you may not, but you're giving your fans something to kind of watch and pay attention to. We were paying attention to the playoff race for the Preds late into the season. Without him, I what I'm saying is, will they fade even further to the point to where they're not even relevant? Who says that they won't get better? Who, who better says win? That? Okay, I don't but know win, that. But when? I don't know that. Better next year or better next well, month? Well, with all the draft picks that you're going to get, the maybe the prospect. Who knows what a scar off is? We don't know. No, no. What if he? And, and I guess that's why Justin, I'm at is, what if he's the a timeline for the, for all of this? What if he's not? They guess what? They have a better idea than we do. What if he's a star? Yeah, I, I don't know that. Nobody does. He's played two games in the NHL. Yeah. One on the road in Montreal they lost, and this year at home that they won. I don't know what he is. Yeah. But he could be a star. I, I don't I don't view it as a reset because I don't know what he is. They know we don't, or at least they have a better idea than than all of us because they watch him all the time. Yeah. I I understand. I just I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out what the timeline is for whatever success looks like for this for this team. And that's what's hard to gauge because that determines what you do with him or what you accept for him or how hungry or or anxious are you to move on from him. That that's the that's the real trick of this. And I and I don't and I don't know what the timeline is for Barry Trotz. I, I know he said this year that we're gonna do some unconventional things and they were gonna try some things. Some things were gonna work and some things weren't. That's that's what he said to us right here on this radio station. So but what does success look like? We we asked him that question and we kind of got a, a you know being stuck in middle ground is not inspiring to a fan base not when you've been doing it for years it's just not they're stuck in middle ground so even even failing or falling down the stretch a little bit here would be progress then if it means you're eventually going somewhere I ask you what is going to look any different than what this stretch has looked like anyway or what the first 51 games have looked like what what is it going to So okay look so there's different? no there's no difference in missing the playoffs by a point or two or missing the playoffs by 20 points I don't think they're going to crumble okay. I, I don't That's right But I don't know that I don't I don't, I don't know, know. I, mean, I, don't I don't know if Kevin Lankin and what he looks like as the everyday starter I don't know I don't know what a scar off looks like as the everyday starter I don't no, know that's true. No, I mean, All right Fair but enough. but at some point, aren't you willing to see what it looks like? Try it. Well, what you know what this formula is doing. True. Do you not? Yes. Okay. You know where we're so going here. You don't need to experiment with this anymore. You've done all that. So don't you want to see what maybe curtain number two looks like? Okay. I do. So you're you're the ceiling. Okay, we have reached the ceiling there with UC. As far as what this team can be with UC Soros and Net. I I don't know how you could feel differently. We we've seen it for years. All right, we'll take a break. 615-844-5600 as you listen to The McFarland Show, WNSR. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. 
Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh steak. Gallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cut. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Just start with Brabel being fired. Mm -hmm. Your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, if not months. Not surprised. That's my, That's my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Grabel, yeah. I think if he really, really wanted you to be the coach here, he would be. I agree with you 100%. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. The McFarland Show. Broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. Mm. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with the show. That is the phone line and the text line. Hip, hip, hooray! And we also can be uh, interact with you on our YouTube page. You can watch the show every day, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch. If you type in WNSR Live on our uh, search, uh, you can comment uh, and we'll see it. Uh, we've had quite a few doing, comments. We've been here. doing that. Uh, let's. Nate wants to follow up with our discussion. Yeah. Before we went to the break, Nate said, um, "Playoffs is not better. I'd sell Soros over making the playoffs." He said uh, he's also concerned that Trotz is loyal to a fault, especially with Soros. I don't know. Barry's been gone yeah. for Barry was gone for almost a decade. 
I don't know. I don't know the level of Barry's loyalty to this group because really, unless you connect the dots to the, you know, the ones that just came in on his watch in his first year, right? Or first off season he just had. Yeah. What loyalty would Barry have really? You know, he's been, he was gone. He was off winning a Stanley cup with the capitals. And then he was off being the Islanders coach for five years or four years, however long. I mean, he was gone here almost a decade. So yeah. I don't know the level of loyalty he has. To Barry, he, he's a general or manager, any other guy, yeah, yeah, of a franchise, and so I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I can't imagine. I, I think obviously David had much more reason to proclaim his or confess to his loyalty, loyalty because yeah. he was responsible for basically everybody who's been here the last twenty five years. Twenty five years, yeah. Literally the whole like roster, the hard work that goes in, yeah. the scouts and drafting and developing, all and the booms, everything. all the busts, yep, all and the hits, the all the misses, and everything that comes with it. Right, yep. so he's he's one that probably could raise the hand on the loyalty, and I think it's it has affected him. And I've, I've said it. I think if I was going to critique, I think they've held on to players too long. And this is not me saying that UC Saros is a bomb. It's not saying he's not any good. No, I'm just simply saying you've been stuck in middle ground for years. I don't think it's inspiring to a fan base, and you've been doing that with him and Nat. So I think if you've got a top prospect, a, someone that you valued enough to draft in the first round out of Russia, then I think at some point, and he's been, by the way, down in the system and in the pipeline for years. Yeah. At some point, while he's still really, really young, yeah, it's time to see what the future looks like. And it doesn't have to be right away. Maybe Kevin Lankinen can fill the be a stopgap for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I think Kevin Lankinen would like another opportunity to be a starting goaltender in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll it'll look different than his <clears throat> stint in Chicago. It's probably not fair. The Blackhawks were rebuilding. They weren't good. Yeah. But I just this this isn't working. I mean, you'd have to admit it's not working. It's looked the exact same whether it's John Hines or Andrew Burnett. Like the results, like yeah, I understand you could say the play is different, but the results are looking the same. And right now, what we talked about with John Hines, they couldn't score. They're not scoring now. Yeah, remember this was supposed to be Andrew Burnett. Well, supposed to be his whole get after you know, it, right? We're gonna get his up whole the style. Ice and, yeah. yeah. Get things well, going in the offensive zone. They go through spurts where they can agreed, score. Then agreed. they then they fall off the map, and then they can't they can't score again. Yep. And who knows what the reasons behind that are? Uh, Eric in Columbia said uh, on our YouTube page, "I don't understand what the big deal uh, with personality." We go back to PK. PK was an awesome player. I could give two bleeps about his personality. If they can play, who cares? Uh, they did go to the uh, Western Conference Finals and the Stanley Cup Final with PK, and yes, and he was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I don't think the person with this particular franchise. And I'm not even going to go with the locker room because I don't really know. But this franchise, to my knowledge, has not had a huge issue with personalities in the locker room being disruptive um, mm-hmm. to the point to where and, you know. And 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 Darren and I talk about certain certain levels, you know, because Darren's really deep in with the Predators and. and 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 I I am not. I'm sort of on the outside looking in, and I'm very deep on other things where Darren is not. Well, I was not anymore. <laughs> however, however, 
I also know when it reaches certain points, when Darren asks me about something news-related, that's when I know it has reached a saturation point that is rather deep. Right. If I'm, I'm asking, like, if yeah. you're asking, mm-hmm. that means it's reached beyond just people who are kind of interested. It's reached your level. That means it's like, oh, wow, okay, this thing is really spreading where Darren has heard about whatever's going on down at the state capitol or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Predators. If if I'm sure Darren has heard about all kinds of interesting things that have happened within the Predators locker room, but it hasn't reached my level to where I'm like, is there a culture issue in the Preds locker room that we're not talking about? You know, because it hasn't made that no- that much noise to the level where I think it's disruptive and has become a problem and has spilled out onto social media and with the fans and all of that. I haven't seen anything like that. No, because there's that doesn't exist. So unless it gets to that level, I don't see how having a big personality would be an issue. That that's that's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know what he's like personally, like around, be around. I mean, was PK a handful at times? Yeah, he was. I, I get it. I mean, he was. He was at times. He was a lot to take in on a daily basis. Did he rub some of his teammates the wrong way over time? He did. Okay, and I do believe at the time when they traded him, it was the right time to move on. But don't forget his time here. Uh, they needed him to get make some of the runs that they made. Yeah, he was a big part of their success. But with all good things, good things must come to an end, and I think they probably bounced at the right time. I don't, I don't think, or I don't think it was probably. I think it was the right time to bounce and get out from underneath that big contract and ship him to New Jersey. And he, I think he played there a couple years, and then he retired. I, it was time. It had run its course here, and that's what happens. And that's why I said. They've been stuck too many times. It's when you're stuck, you don't want it to be running its course when you're stuck in a big contract mm-hmm. that you can't get out from underneath, right? Yes, I and agree. They, they've had that happen. And so sometimes it's just best to, look, it's time for a change of scenery. And I think at the time, it was time for a change of scenery. But it doesn't take away from anything that he did here. He was great for the organization. He sold tickets. He put the Predators in a different map. And they got a different audience. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of good things. And he put and early that's, on. That's both on and played, off the ice, by the yes, way. Yes, he played really well. Yes, the the uh, Blue Bodies. Uh, bl- blue, uh, it's the, with the police officer. I'm, I'm yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, It's a fantastic yeah. program. Yeah. Inner city youth kids mm-hmm. with police officers. It's fantastic. Yes. Um. So he did a whole lot of good. A whole lot of good. But in the end, it was time to go. But I, I can't speak on Askarov. I can only speak on him on the ice, watching him basically Which hadn't been much. On YouTube. Yeah. Or, you know, highlights. I, I don't I don't I haven't been around two him. games this season? No, one. Just one? Played. Okay. Yeah. The the game at home. That was it. He's been in Milwaukee. He's a big personality on the ice. I don't know what he's like off the ice. I suspect he's a big personality off the ice, too. I mean, I've heard that, but I don't really know what he's like. It doesn't. The big personality has nothing to do with it, honestly. It's really about is he how is he to deal with, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you can have a big personality. Travis Kelsey has a big personality. True, he does. How's that work in that locker room? Pretty well. Yeah. Big personalities can work. Yeah. Big personalities can also wreck. Yeah. 
Depends on who's handling, though, and, you know, what environment they're around. And there's a lot of different factors that goes into it. There's a fine line between happy-go-lucky and big personality and everybody's having fun and distraction. Yes. Uh, And Andy Reid, who's the coach there in Kansas City, knows a little bit about both because he's coached both Travis Kelsey and Terrell Owens in Philadelphia doing sit-ups in the in, you know in the in the driveway. I, I'm not sure if that was Philadelphia. In, he did that fact, was in Dallas. He did that. Or he wherever. was essentially fired in Philadelphia on Andy Reid's. Was Andy Reid still the coach when they remember they just fired him? I think so. They just cut him in I the middle so. of the season. I think so. But you know it it's difficult to deal with at times. But again, To fantastic Hall of Fame player, Hall of Fame talent. At times, distracting in the locker room with some of the antics. But there's a fine line between Rainy in and having room for it and not Dennis Rodman. Uh, Antonio uh, Brown. Antonio oh, man. Okay, but, <laughs> but see, Antonio Brown had like somewhat of an implosion on yeah, himself. Somewhat. You know, he had a meltdown. <laughs> and so, you know, and and you know, T.O. didn't have a meltdown. T.O. Would, would throw a temper tantrum, but he didn't have a meltdown, not like that. And so, you know, where's the, where's the line at times? You know, how how deep is it? Dennis Rodman used to get ejected and tear his jersey off and throw it into the into the crowd before going to the locker room. But you always knew he was going to come back the next night and go for 19 again. I mean, that's just, I mean, so so where's the line? How deep is it? And, you know, hockey, hockey guys are kind of low-key by nature anyway. They're, they're, for the most part, for the most part, they're great human beings. They're great people to deal with. So, so, Very grounded, just... Salt of the earth, just yeah, low maintenance people so, for the most part. So what's what feels like loud or, or um, a big personality, shall we say, mm-hmm. for for some may not be all that big for others, depending on the sport. So was PK Supan maybe a big personality for the NHL? Maybe was he has a, a big personality as you know Darrell Revis or you know many of the other people we could name that you well, know it's relative to and, the sport that you're yeah. in. I mean that you can only be as big as you know your sport. I mean, if he was with that personality, if he's in the NFL, obviously he would have been at a different level. Yeah, right. Yeah, like he wouldn't probably been that big of a deal at all in the NFL. Well, or his uh, platform would have been gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because he could turn it on. He knew he understood the P- he knew the game. He played he played the game well. He was great at the PR game. I see. He was great at it. Okay. He knew how to draw attention to whatever he needed to get out there. He was very he was very yes. savvy. Yes. PR savvy. Okay. Not all players are. Most aren't. Most are not. I understand. This all right, is we'll interesting. take take a quick break. Uh 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland show here on this Friday, WNSR. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10 year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. 
Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. That is true. Super Bowl week. The teams will get to Vegas on Sunday. Kansas City and San Francisco. Uh, the full week. Yeah. Both get there on Sunday. I was looking at the itinerary Okay. last night. Every year, Roger Goodell, the mm-hmm. commissioner, holds yeah. a big gigantic presser he does this year they have announced that that presser is going to be by invite only Mm. Mm. so Mm. you must be a vip media member or I guess somebody that they like. I don't know. What's the criteria? How do you get in? It's going to be very, very interesting. How do you do that? Who they let in and who they don't. Right. Um, And what's their reasoning? Do they have to give a reason? Well, 
I, I, I'm more interested in the reasoning why they've made it invite only. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and maybe they don't. And listen, has, you know, this year is my first year going to SEC Media Days. Let's rewind just a touch. I went to SEC Media Days for one uh, one day uh, last year where I was here in Nashville. And I had not been to SEC Media Days in, in about 10 years. It had been a, a while since I had a reason to, to go. And what I didn't realize is SEC Media Days, they're letting in almost anybody. Anybody can go. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's, I'm talking that's been about the case from, for a long from time. the small. Well, again, I hadn't been in a long time. Okay, yeah. So the last time I went, it was really the 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 tried and true professional journalists who who were going at the time and so the blogs and the vlogs certainly there were no youtube stars and all of that they weren't you know you don't have any like anybody like that in there everybody in there was working for reputable publications and you know all that traditional you know media this year i went and there was some of everybody in there and anybody can get up and ask questions to your favorite head coach and that means you could have, you know, some some off color moments, perhaps, um, you know, with the with the guy who's asking the question that's, that's off the wall. So, the Super Bowl is a little bit like that, Darren. You have been to many more Super many. Bowls than I have, as far as you know, covering media days. You mm-hmm. know, like I do, just about some of everybody is when they credential thirty five was it thirty five hundred four thousand media members for the Super Bowl. That means anybody can go in there and ask questions. So the fact they're doing a VIP or invite-only thing for the commissioner means there are some people who are coming to this thing to ask the commissioner questions. To me, what it says, they're asking the commissioner questions that he don't want to answer and, and about issues that he doesn't want to deal with. Um, and, you know, I don't, I, I, the journalist in me says that's not a good policy. I, you know, the commissioner needs to answer questions. It's, a, it's, it's the most popular sport Dude makes in America. $50 million a year. Like you. Really? You need to answer some questions, bro. You make fifty million a year. I mean, and they don't have. And again, the NFL is a private entity. They don't have to do this. They don't have to roll the commissioner out at all to answer questions. Well, it's they, not, they it's not mandatory. Much. They don't do it much. So, Super Bowl is one place they've always done it. I've attended those many times. It's usually been on Wednesdays. This year, it's going to be on a Monday. So we'll actually have that for Monday show. Sometimes some good. Th- well, huh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because so, I've I've played those pressers or portions of those pressers. They tend to go long uh, in the past because you get some nuggets, but that was with everybody. Yeah. So is this going to be scripted? I don't know. Is this like Amy Adams Strunk and Mike Keith sitting down and you know? Is it you Listen, know? Is it going to be like Roger Goodell knows the questions coming? You were here with me. Remember when the previous commissioner Paul Tagliabue? He used to come to Nashville and take questions from the local media. I I can remember, I I almost believe, at least two press conferences with Commissioner Tagliabue where he stood there and took questions from, from the local media here. And, and it's my understanding he used to do this all over the country and go take questions from local media in a lot of NFL cities. And I haven't seen Roger Goodell do anything of the sort. No, he does not. So in this article that I was reading... Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk mm-hmm. says that he did not receive an invitation oh, really? to the press conference. Yeah. Well, because Mike Florio is not afraid to go there about some of the things that, you know, is is uh not as um not as nice about the NFL at times. Whether it's CTE, 
Mike Florio has not been afraid to talk about CTE and 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 less than glowing ways when it comes to the National Football League. Mike Florio has not been afraid to talk about uh, the, you know hiring more minorities in the NFL um, and and talking about that in less than glowing ways and and a few other things probably. Says in this article, changes to this year's format come one year after veteran reporter Jim Trotter. Well. Then with the NFL media, yeah, used that press conference to grill Goodell about the league's diversity issues. One month later, Trotter announced that his contract with the league had not been renewed. Yeah, that he has since filed a lawsuit. He has against the NFL alleging uh, yeah. racial uh, discrimination. That is correct. That is correct. And you know, it, it was not the best moment, the best professional moment for. Uh, Roger Goodell last year when Jim Trotter was asking him questions about uh, some of the hiring practices and at, at NFL.com and NFL Network and, and other places um, where apparently certain promises were made and a year later it, 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 the commissioner could not come up with solid answers about whether or not some of that stuff was followed up on and you know and, and now we go to court. You know, here and away we go. So maybe they don't want to deal with that. I don't know. I don't know what the motivation is. Well, it is interesting that they're moving it to to Monday, because for years it used to be on Friday. Because Friday, and I know how this works, is as you mentioned, I've been to many. Yeah, I've covered many Super Bowls over the. It was years. always after the players, after the coaches. Monday's always a slow day. Yeah. Wednesday is when business picks up. Yeah. Friday is full blown Super Bowl zoo. So it used to be on Friday. Then about... Yeah, but the players and stuff weren't available on Friday. Seven, right? eight years ago, they made it on Wednesday, the commissioner. Okay. And it is interesting, now they're making it Monday because Monday typically... Well, it's not typically. Monday is the slowest day well, of Super Bowl week. Here's the other thing about Monday, Darren. Now, remember, they used to do the big uh, teams yes. on Tuesday. Yes, and that's since moved. Okay. That's not Tuesdays anymore. In fact, I think they do that. Then Wednesday? No, I think it's earlier again. It's earlier? I could be wrong. No. It can't I, haven't, be I haven't covered one in, okay. since they moved it. If you move it to Monday, here's what's going to happen. It what, is moved to Monday. Whatever the commissioner says on Monday, mm -hmm. by the time the media sits down with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and and you know Kyle Shanahan and all that, whatever the commissioner talked about on Monday is going to be washed away by some other news item by Taylor Swift and, you know, Travis Kelsey questions that come up on Tuesday. And so by Tuesday night, nobody's going to be talking about whatever the commissioner talked about on Monday. Nobody. It's going to be old news by then. So by putting it on Monday, you almost just get it out of the way early in the news cycle and then, you know, let it and you know, something else takes its place. Blue line buddies is what I was trying to think of. From so, PK. Thanks uh, from PK Subban. Yeah, blue line buddies. Thank you. On the text line. Good work. That's why I just, I see. Look at that. We have the best listeners. It's the best. All right. We'll take our final break. Come back. Wrap up the day and the week next.
And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029. 615-480-0029. Or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizzi Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision and insured, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. We're all signed up for a new class called Analytics. We're going to have to learn these terms because it's not only going to be the head coach, it's going to trickle down through his staff. They're going to start using these terms and that's not a horrible thing. Welcome to 2024. Things are going to be a whole lot different around here when it comes to Titans football. Sound very different. Will it look different? That's the plan. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to the McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Big college basketball game tomorrow. In fact, uh, if you're looking for some college hoops, it's your big triple header tomorrow. 
uh, need to pay close attention to. Some good games, really good games. Uh, Houston will be at Kansas at 3 o'clock on ESPN. Houston again, right back at it. Yep. 19-2 and two this season. Um, let's see. We know the Tennessee, but there was one more. Oh, Duke and North Carolina is also tomorrow. Just doesn't, oh. have, the, doesn't have the same feel as it yeah, used to. You know, I, I know they're both, agree. Ha- yeah. they're both having a good year, but it, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't feel. Have the, they need to reboot on the electricity of that one a little bit. I'm just saying. Well, where is the game? Does it's the in Chapel Hill. Okay, the game is always better to be at Duke than it is in North Carolina to mm-hmm. me. Fair. And then, of course, Tennessee is uh, at Rupp Arena against Kentucky. That is going to be a 7.30 tip on ESPN. So both teams coming off a home loss. Tennessee losing to South Carolina, Kentucky losing to Florida. So that should be a good one tomorrow. Tennessee at Kentucky, 7.30 tip, and you can watch it on uh, ESPN tomorrow night. Now, there is also some big news around two conferences, the two biggest conferences in college athletics, the SEC and the Big Ten. Yeah. So Pete Thamel, who is a senior writer for ESPN, um, has put out a tweet around four hours ago. He says, according to sources, the SEC and the Big Ten are set to announce that they are setting up an advisory committee. It is expected to look at the entire college football landscape and solutions within it. That is going to Pete Thamel. Now, the reason why this caught my particular uh, attention is because of not what Pete Thamel says, but what Albert Breer says. Albert Breer is a uh, senior writer for um, for well, a bunch of different things. He's written for the Boston Globe and um, for NBC Boston, a, a bunch of different publications. He says, he retweeted this and said, and I quote, here comes the Super League. Here comes the Super League. Hmm. This is something that we've Bill, heard for Bill years. King has talked about. Yep. And, you know, just the fact that they are sitting down and having these conversations between those two, they have all the power rings, essentially. There's just a couple of other schools outside of them, but just those two alone, if they got together and decided to do something, uh, it wouldn't take long for everybody else to jump on board. And they don't need the NCAA to do it, per se. So, you know, that's where a lot of this may be going. I don't know. Be fun to watch. It does seem like it's headed that way, doesn't it? It does. Maybe sooner than later. Two biggest conferences joining together to basically tell the NCAA, hey, we may not need you. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Here's your host, Zach Gelb. Three of our radio program. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast.
on CBS Sports Radio. Coming up 20 minutes from now, we'll try to win you some.